Good morning, everybody, and a good Erev Shabbos to all. <coughs> Parshas Shoftim, classic teaching of the Rebbe on the opening verse and on the title, <coughs> excuse me, of this week's Parsha, Shoftim v'shotrim titen l'cha b'chol sharecha. The literal translation means, Shoftim judges, Shoftim officers, you will place in all of your gates. And Rashi says, quoting the Gemara, im ein shoter, ein shofet. If you don't have an enforcer, and all you have to do, again, Rabbi Chaim prohibits me from saying anything that sounds even slightly political, but all you have to do is look at what's going on in the world today. If you defund the police, then there's no judgment. Less din less dayin. So no matter how, whatever a judge might be, his rulings have no effect and no real application if there's no officers. That's what the Gemara says. Im ein shoter, if there's no officers to enforce the law, then there's really no judges because the judges have nothing to say and there's nothing they can accomplish. Ah, but today we're going to actually defend the defund the police people. And listen now. The prophet Yeshayahu has a play on the opening verse of this week's parsha, brought down in this week's Haftarah. Yeshayahu Anavi says that when Mashiach is going to come, Va'ashiva Shiftayach Kivarishena. I will return your judges to the way it was uh, in the first place and your counselors the way it was in the beginning. This is what Yeshayo Anabi says. And in fact, when we daven three times a day, we say in our Shmona Esrei, Hashiva That's exactly what we say. Basically, we pray to Hashem for the fulfillment of the prophecy of Yeshayahu Anavi, described as a, play on, as a play off of today's Torah portion. So the Rebbe asks an obvious question. The Rebbe says, if you're going to say that in the absence of officers, there's no real judgment or rule of law because you need the officers to implement the rule of law, well then in that case, why does Isaiah... Why does Yeshayonavi in his prophecy omit the officers? He leaves them out completely. In fact, not only does he leave them out, he replaces them with your atzayich, your counselors. But what, what, how does that help us? How does that help us? And the Rebbe says, and you could certainly make the argument, yeah, that when we come in Mashiach's times, people feel and sense those ideas that are messianic in nature. It is possible that even they, in perceiving them, can distort the messianic reality that's happening in front of them. And that's really our job, is to open the eyes of everybody to the fact that these are events that are messianic in nature. And, and, you can, uh, and, and for sure, the vicissitudes that we're seeing, in other words, the struggles that we're seeing along the way, are simply because people don't realize what's happening to them. Take, for instance, if you, took a ch- you take a child, and I don't want to go into another political quagmire, but if you take a child and you're bringing them to immunization, the kind of immunization that's appropriate, that's correct, that's kosher, that's holy, etc., 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 etc. You bring them to be immunized. So what do they see? They see a doctor taking out a needle or a nurse and about to poke them with a needle. The kid, of course, flips out. 
right? Sees the needle coming and flips out from what's about to happen. What does mom and dad do? What does the doctor tell mom and dad? Hold tight, exactly. Hold them down. Don't let them move. What kind of torture is that? What are you, crazy? We're torturing the child? Parents are violating child abuse. The doctor is abusing them. Who knows what kind of long-term repercussions this kind of, right, blah, blah, blah. As soon as the child realizes that when he's old enough, assuming, again, I don't want to get into the quagmire, that the, that the inoculation that they're going through is an appropriate thing that's going to protect them from chas v'shalom, all kinds of terrible diseases, they will turn around and thank their parents for holding them down when they got the immunization. So in other words, it's a function of your consciousness. If your consciousness is at a higher state, then you tend to appreciate what's happening around you and you see the goodness in what's happening around you. If instead you're in a very shallow, immature, childish state, then you don't even realize and appreciate what's going on. Says the Rebbe, and in many ways, Lahavdal, you could say, this is what the defund the police are prophetic in nature in the way they're talking. Because when Mashiach is going to come, we're going to defund the police. Why? Because everyone is going to be in such a high state of consciousness at that point that you don't need police anymore. Everyone is going to understand good from evil and everyone is going to gravitate towards good and distance themselves from evil. What will you still need when Mashiach comes? The desire, the yearning, the understanding that I should be doing good and avoiding evil, that, but not everyone will have the knowledge. Not everyone's going to have the knowledge. So the shoftim, you'll still need people to teach you what is good, what is evil, what is light, and what is darkness. That you'll still need. Why? Because people simply won't know yet in the early stages of Messianic revelation. What else will you need as well? What else you're going to need is that people don't always adapt to it. The difference between a shofate and a yoate, what's the difference between the two? Personality-wise, they're two opposites. The shofate, the judge, has to be utterly objective. He has to mete out law uniformly to everybody. He can't look at who you are and that because you're X, therefore I'm going to bend the law. Then it's not law anymore. Then it's not rule. Rule needs to be constant. That's the shofate. The yoates, by contrast, the counselor, is the exact opposite. If the counselor is meeting out counsel in a generic way, then he's not a counselor. The counselor has to be able to appreciate the person, the situation, the people he's dealing with, etc., etc. If he doesn't appreciate who he's talking to, he doesn't understand that person's situation, then his counsel is worthless. So it's actually the exact opposite of each other. The shofet is the person who hands down strict judgment. The yoitz is the exact opposite, has to personalize it. That's what Yeshayah Onavi is saying. We will have shoftayach, we'll be able to glean the rule of law, we'll be in a higher state of consciousness where we will understand what Hashem really wants from us is to learn and know exactly what the rules are. And to the extent that it, each of us as an individual will struggle with personalizing that, that will have yoatzayach. The Rebbe says in that talk, the Rebbe says that we're living in a generation where we, and he points to his father-in-law and he says unequivocally, my father-in-law 
is the ultimate perfection of both the Shofet and the Yoetz simultaneously. Simultaneously. That's what the Rebbe says about the previous Rebbe in that particular talk. But what's the takeaway for us? That we need to take away on Rosh Chodesh El, the first day of Elo, a day that I want to remind everybody, you have to start saying Tehillim from fresh because the first day of the month, today's Tehillim is one through nine, but in addition to that, we have a very special custom in the month of Elo that in addition to one through nine today, you should also say one through three. And then tomorrow when you say the monthly Tehillim, say four through six, and seven through nine, so on and so forth through Elo. The takeaway is this. We, especially in a world today that's screaming, defund the police. What, is the, what do they want to what do the defund the police people want to replace the cops with? Social workers, counselors. They don't even know themselves what they're saying. Their mom is saying the prophecy of Yeshayo. What's the only problem then? In that case, maybe we should join that group. <laughs> we should. Right. Yeah, no. We're not ready. Huh? We have to prepare the world to be in the higher state of consciousness where we recognize truth from lies, where we recognize righteousness from evil, where we recognize light from darkness. That starts with us. So today, the mission, which will ultimately have a ripple effect in the entire creation, yeah, our mission to be able to bring Mashiach, there's a mitzvah in our lives, every one of us has one, Everyone else probably has more than one. That till now we only did it because of the shoter. And who the shoter is, who the officer is, whether the shoter is in our own consciousness, or the shoter is our spouse, or the shoter is our parents, or the shoter is our friends, our peers, whoever it is is standing over you with a whip. And the, of course not a physical whip, the metaphoric whip that's forcing you to do whatever it is that he's forcing you to do, but you're doing it only because there's a shoter. And if there wasn't the shoter, if there wasn't the whip hanging over it, you'd rebel against it, you wouldn't do it at all. Along comes today's day and teaches you that you have to, every one of us said in Dominic this morning, it's fila. And so we have to raise our state of consciousness with that one mitzvah, make a resolve today to take on one mitzvah that we weren't doing as perfectly as we could and to raise it to a state where it becomes not just part of our consciousness, but it becomes part of who we are. It starts to define us. That's who we become. Now, Kaj Baruch will bless us that when we do that one mitzvah, that ripple effect will infect. It'll go viral. Today we use the term going viral. It'll go viral throughout the entire world and will create a pandemic for goodness. And, and kindness throughout the world, thereby opening the floodgates for the revelation of Mashiach and Ksivil Ksimatoivil, Shamatoiv Mesuch, Begashus, Virukhinis, Virukhinis, Begashus, Gamiach, Batevadir, Vanigla, for us and all of Kali Yisrael and all of the world. With the revelation of Mashiach, may it happen now. Amen. Good Shabbos. And Lachayim.